Please leave a message after the tone. You've got seven questions, dude. Your life is going down the tubes. What do you do when you need advice? It's good. Good night. What am I fighting for? So turn down the lights. Pick up the phone and leave a message for the new Welcome, welcome one and all to Nude Clan After Dark. I am your host, Caleb. Also Caleb. And Cameron. I'm a bit surprised you didn't uh, accidentally play the ending song first. Yeah, it's become a tradition. I know. I, I feel like I should... Episodes, yeah. I feel like I should bring it back. Because then if I don't, it seems like it was an accident, you know? It wasn't on purpose, so... Mm. Just stop doing it, then they know so, you're just stupid. Just keep doing the wrong thing. And yeah. convince people that it's that it was on you're, purpose, it's on purpose. And not a, not a total not accident. Idiot, yeah. yeah, so then it becomes the right thing. And now it's we had to point out the fact that I didn't do it because it, now that is the new expected thing. Mm-hmm. Anyway, let's see what you guys have to ask us. Hey, this question is probably more for Cameron than it is the rest of you guys. But can you expand on the use of ball powder? Um, where do I get this powder from? How do I conceal it, or should I be proud of it? If you, do I even need to conceal it? What are the best brand you, um, brands to use? How do I use it? When do I use it? When is it too late to use it? Can I use it if I'm planning on having sex later, or should I keep clean if if that's in the books? Um, use it before a run, after a run, before they get sweaty, after they're sweaty. Um, just uh, some general general questions because I've never used it before. But I do have a problem, and I think that uh, that powder might be the solution. I'm very curious about how to get it and how to use it. Thank you. Well, yes, the ball powder. I mean, am I the only one who uses it every now and then? Is it for chafing? Yeah, well, it's just for more than chafing. Um, I use the medical, the medicated gold bond stuff if I get chafy. A nice cool sensation. Yeah, along it's got the, the legs and the crack. It's got the cooling. Uh, so mint. Nowadays, there. Well, it's menthol, but yeah. Yeah, menthol. Now, now nowadays, uh, there is a wide variety of ball powders that you can use, and really, it's up to your preference. Um, and it's designed, yes, to help make it so your swass doesn't bite you in the ass in the middle of the day. Uh, It's a very wet place down there as the day goes on. Generally, the time to apply it is in the morning after your shower. Um, Techniques of applying vary because when you go to fill your hand full of powder, you just start patting that uh, powder all over your balls and your ass crack, you're going to get some (laughs) of it on the floor. So there's different ways to apply said powder. One of the best places is uh, once you're all dried off and nice, you can apply it in the shower so all of the powder doesn't end up the floor. It just ends up in the tub where you can just wash it away. So, tip number one, find the perfect place to apply the powder. You can just lower your drawers just a little bit and hope your underwear catches the the powder as it uh, rains down as you're applying it to. That that works, but then you got powdery, sh- powdery shorts after that. Um, reasons to use the powder. 
of course, again, to combat uh, any swamp ass you might have during the day. Um, keeps you smelling fresh. Um, now, before runs good, and especially if you have thicker thighs that like to rub together yeah. and get that chafing effect that uh, Schweiss was talking about. So it's good to apply before long hikes, but there is too much. You can apply too much, and instead of it becomes a little chalky and can actually make a situation worse. Um, but I don't I just like it at the beginning of the day and uh, just uh, smells nice throughout, throughout the day. Now, when it comes to sex and any oral activities, I don't imagine that this powder tastes very good. So when it comes to that, it might be nice to, I don't know, take a, a pre-shower beforehand to just be clean without any of that powder on there or avoid uh, powdering any surfaces that you like to be uh, inserted into someone else's mouth. Oh, okay. So don't, so don't powder your balls. Uh, if you like your balls sucked on and you're, you're, you know, maybe you like a little rim job every now and then. <laughs> Just don't use it at all. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I can't imagine that the powder itself tastes very well. Well, I mean, so. do you think it tastes better or worse than your asshole? <laughs> that's the question. <laughs> you know, that's a question I might not know the answer to. It's probably worse than your asshole. Because I'm never going to taste that powder. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> you just gotta lick you just gotta lick your it's like you're getting the last like vestiges of the salt out of the, the pretzel bag. You just yeah. gotta lick your ass your finger and then like stuff it in your asshole and then lick it again and be like mm, mm, no. this or the powder <laughs> uh Ew. Yeah. Yeah, there's a variety of different smells and different st- uh, you know kinds of powder you can get. Uh, Gold Bond does have um, a certain you know me- medicated powder that will bring a cooling relief. It's nice, and that's usually nice if you do have an itchy asshole or uh, chafed thighs, and it'll bring that cooling relief to it. <laughs> um, but nothing worse than an itchy asshole did, when didn't you can't they, scratch uh, it. Didn't they find out that so Johnson Johnson does Gold uh, Gold Bond? Didn't they find out the baby powder or the talco powder from Johnson Johnson can cause cancer? I don't know. So I don't know. Um, Walmart is a good place for that. Any like any like department store is going to have some form of powder that you can powder yourself with. Um, you can probably look online for like different styles, you know, more hipster brands, different smells and stuff like that. But really, it's just to make it so you don't sweat and create that bacteria that smells like ass. And then if you. Uh, have a little bit of uh, a drip. <laughs> we were talk- talking about this earlier. A little bit of drip yeah. come out. Uh, then it's good to uh, keep that uh, nice and contained. So I don't know if getting any sort of like different smelling kind or if you can just use baby powder even and just smell like a baby ass. All day <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's not really just to, it's just to prevent um, being sweaty and then smelling throughout the day. It's not like necessary to have it on every day, but if you have a problem and, uh, you know, just want to keep bacteria growth in control and just have a nice smooth feeling, just use it every now and then, especially if you plan on getting sweaty during the day, but, uh, probably shower before intercourse just to prevent any of that happening. I mean, you should probably do that anyway. Yeah. It's really nice when you do that. Yeah. Before and then after together, that's nice. With the beer. The shower beer. 
and a cigarette. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about shower cigarettes. That'd probably be really relaxing, though. Yeah, but I mean, smoking you're not gonna... inside. <laughs> yeah, that's not a good idea. If oh. you own the house, you can do whatever the fuck you want in it, but... Yeah, it'll stink. Resale value. Yeah. Don't do that. <laughs> All right, cool. Yeah, Caleb, do you ever use ass powder? Nope. Dude, it's you so should. nice when you... I think if you went to New York and you had... the When you went to New York and, and if you used it, your experience would have just been that much better. Yeah, it's really... It's nice. And if I do travel, yes, I will bring a little bottle of powder with me just because it helps so much. Especially if you plan to do a lot of walking. Yeah. Yeah, so there you go. Got some good advice. Get your ass powder. Swash it off before you get your balls sucked on. Let's see what we got next. More the Friends and Family Rewards Program. Oh, your membership. I feel like we had that one already, too. Can't you just block these numbers? I mean, I can, but they're just they're always different because it's a mu- number yeah. spamming thing. All right, this is a repeat caller. That's a good sign. It's a great sign. All right, let's see what we got. Hey guys, it's Whoopage. Um, just calling to see what you guys think about um, when the 40-hour work week is going to get shorter. Um, like down to like 32 or something, like four eighths. Um, I know, I know you guys work in places that are probably not going to be the first to adopt that. <laughs> uh, I do no, too. I work in consulting. So we just kind of have to like meet deadlines and work overtime sometimes. Um, but basically we've, with technology, we've increased the productivity per person like a crazy amount, but the hours per person hasn't really gone down. And I think that's kind of bullshit. And uh, I think there's been some studies that when people work 32 hours or 35 hours or whatever, their productivity actually goes up or stays the same. Um, so I was kind of curious what your guys' thoughts were on that and if you think that'll happen sometime soon. Uh, all right. Talk to you later. I don't know if we're going to see a major change anytime soon, but we'll see certain companies kind of maybe head that way, especially where um, certain you know lower-tier jobs like cash registers and stuff, they're already being replaced by automated systems. Yeah. yeah, so Walmart already has all their employees at like 32 hours is their maximum work week. Mm, really? Yeah, it's like 32 or But do they pay more exactly. per hour to compensate for no. this time? No. It's See, that's Walmart. the other thing is when, you know, we switch to a 32-hour work week, are you still going to get paid the, the same, same would salary, the same amount? Or are, you, are they going to, you know, give, you know, take a trunk away because you're not working that time. Know. And they're probably going to be taking that trunk away. When that uh, also brings in uh, what are we going to do in regards to a universal, a universal income for people where everyone has a base amount of income provided by, you know, the government, the state, and then anything you can make on top of that. And, and that just turns into a supplement for your income. Um, jobs, I feel like, are going to change drastically to where Instead of people filling customer service roles and stuff like that, we're going to have that be automated. And then the job is you servicing the automated systems and becoming a more skilled, you know. See, I don't think that works for the customer service aspect. Cause well, like, cause, need, yeah, in that sense where like you have they, a human interface. They've but like, tried to build robots that have, yeah. that like understand the world and it doesn't work because no. they don't they don't understand what it is to be human. I meant right? more like... Uh, like 
again like the McDonald's cash register McDonald's oh, okay. and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah, you don't yeah. need that, but then yeah, in other places like retail and stuff like that, yeah, you're definitely yeah. going to need you know a human and like interaction, call least centers a bit. and stuff like that. That's why those are becoming such a booming thing is because we can't automate it. It yeah. just doesn't work. So I think before we see a shortened work week, we're just going to see a bigger shift in where the work is. Yeah, and I agree with that, and that's why I'm not afraid of technology. I have a lot of people at the post office that are like old timing. They're like, oh, you know, I send all my bills in with the with the post office. I buy a stamp because that's just how I am. And I'm like, yeah, that's just retarded. Like, just use the internet. I mean, Jesus Christ, I work here too, but I'm not going to send my fucking power bill in the mail. I live like four blocks from the power company. Why would I do that? Yeah. It's like, oh, we're supporting our own selves. I know we're just falsely attributing our you know our stupidity and our inability to adapt to technology to us having work to do you know and like at the end of the day i'm going to try to become a i'm going to try to go into the maintenance craft at work because that's all there's going to be eventually yeah it's going to be machines that mostly automate themselves and people fixing those machines Mm -hmm. people repairing them people building them and so the jobs aren't going to go away they're just going to shift yeah they might go away jobs will shift they might go away for a lot of the population because and the new jobs are really shifting require education. And they're already shifting, and that's the thing. Um, moving workers and, and giving them, you know, basically helping them become a skilled worker in a certain area because the job market's changing, and that's yeah. a big thing too. And it's hard because not everyone can do that, and that's yeah. something I think we need to understand is not everyone is going to have the mental capacity to go to school to learn how to fix those machines or go to school to learn how to run these things successfully that's mm-hmm. those people are not going to have a good time right when it become when it comes this way you know when it yeah. becomes a, and i feel like the the places to switch to that i mean like caleb said walmart has already done it and other locations McDonald's have already done it, it yeah. and the reason why they do it, it's just cheaper and they just hire more employees um to cover that time and yeah. it's just it's really just the worker McDonald's getting shafted has at that point. increased how much they pay their employees though I was looking at uh, what I, I went to the one in Spanish Fork at least, and they increased their uh, their wages for their uh, employees to ten dollars an hour as, as base pay. Yeah, see, I that's think pretty, before it yeah. was like yeah, it's, it was just minimum wage. Yeah, right. which is seven fifty or seven seventy five here, something like I that. Don't, 725 yeah, I don't seven twenty five maybe right now. And then other industries to actually really try it out, I feel, are just the ones that can take risks without too much of a detriment. And I feel like technology, um, software, and other lo- you know businesses like that have the most ability to test things like this out. Right. We might see that there. Because those places, I mean, you'll have a And then the workers there are already salary too. You'll have a select amount of tasks that you're supposed to do. And when you're done, you should just be able to leave. Mm-hmm. And that, that shouldn't be... You know, if I'm if I'm faster than those around me, they're not like I don't they don't deserve the same amount of pay per hour as I do is my opinion. So like if it takes me eight hours to do something and it takes them twelve, I think you should get paid for what you do. So right. if it only takes me eight, I should still get paid for the amount but that that's where where um where you, the shift is from um making hourly, hourly to salary where you're going to be paid the same amount regardless yeah which is why salary sucks in a lot of ways in a way but if we're switching back to less amount of time in the salary work week, is good then salary is good unless you're paid less to that much if it's less then it doesn't matter it just flushes yeah. which is what i'm sure will happen but how much less i mean we don't know enough about that and we don't know uh 
kind of the changes in how income is received as far as universal income? Because I know that there was a test for universal income um, just to kind of see if it provided those people who received it more opportunities because they have a stable form of income that's always happening. So they're able to take more risks and, you know, pursue things they wouldn't have otherwise because they need, you know, just to make a decent amount of money to make a living. And if they try to do something drastic, then they wouldn't have that anymore. Um, a base amount of income. So, yeah, I don't know the whole like Andrew Yang thing with universal income. The reason why it doesn't make sense and doesn't work is because, there's value in money, and so if you're just handing out money, it loses right. a certain amount of rarity and value well, associated all, with I, it. Yeah, and I'm not saying that's if they just generate money just so they can give to people. But if yeah. they get the money, I don't know. If they generate the wealth, that's one thing. But the government can't do that. So, but see, the experiment was to see it's not the money losing less value. It was what are these people going to do with this income? Are they going to actually? work to improve their situation or are they just going to use it as a way to just uh, be chill? Yeah. Um, I don't know. I think, I think we'll probably move. Some industries will move away. I don't think, I think some will stay there forever. Yeah. With 40 plus hours. Cause it's, I just, mean the 40 hour work week, uh, became a thing because of, because of overworking, because of overworking and yeah. factory type jobs where the, the, you know, the whole community went together to work at the same factory and they would basically, you know, 16 hour days, 12 hour days, sun up to sundown. And that's where they would be all day long. Yeah. And, uh, a switch, you know, to, you know, better workplace safety, uh, better just overall, um, life quality for the people working there. They had, they came in and said, you know, eight-hour work days, uh, 40 hours a week. That's the standard that I would yeah. sit by. And it's been that way since the night, like, was it like the mid to late 1940s? I think so. It's, it's been a eight while. It was, yeah. The thing was eight hours of work, eight hours of sleep, and eight hours of whatever I will. So you got your, your pastimes, your sleep, and your work. Yeah. So, I mean, I think that's a pretty good balance, honestly. I don't think eight hours is too much work. Um, no, I, yeah. I think I think that, I mean, I get that the more time you have outside of work, the better, but yeah, I don't know. I think it's good to have something that is work for that time. For companies to adopt this in any fashion, and, you know, they just need more studies that prove workers are just as productive. I mean, if it turns out to be just as productive, I don't feel like um it would catch on very fast if it proved that you know giving the workers more time away from work actually increased productivity increased um a better workplace environment um then i i could see certain companies you know catching on a little bit faster but there has to be like a mountain of proof before it'll happen yeah <clears throat> i don't know it's an interesting idea and it is it would be nice but I don't know. I think it's I think it's important to have something that you're striving towards, like something that's driving you. And I feel like the less time you have at work, the less of that you have. Mm-hmm. Um, and I mean, that doesn't mean just your job, your nine to five or whatever. That could mean like us doing a podcast or us doing like projects, stuff like that. You, I think you need to have those. Yeah. Um, and then having the extra time to have those projects is a lot easier. Even true makes it even easier to have an extra job. Exactly. Yeah. So if you do need the extra income, you then can, and it's a lot easier because you only work four days. Yeah. You have three days in which you can occupy your time. Um, but I don't know how many people actually do those side projects. So 
eh, I don't know. It just depends on. You but know, those people are hopeless anyway. So. Their, their you know hobbies and whatnot. Yeah, those I would imagine. Or those pursue the, other ways to make money. Those are the people that aren't very successful as it is, so yeah. they're not going to be successful in the next. Well, new we'll system. see. Yeah, I mean, it's there's going to have to be a life after work because um, the way capitalism is working right now is you have you you need to find the way to boost productivity and to preserve capital you're spending less but you're working better and machines just do things better than humans can that's not interfacing with humans directly for the most part and they're going to keep pursuing these methods and pretty soon there's just going to be jobs that used to be dominated by you know normal human workers are now automated and more efficient because of it but your those jobs and those need for humans are going to leave but then who's going to buy the the products that are being released by companies and so there's going to be a first a shift in where the jobs are at and that's going to happen i think within the next 20 years or so big shift yeah um and then maybe in the next i don't know way off in the future there's going to have to be an idea of, of life after work where the standard you know of work is just vastly different yeah, maybe. I don't know. I mean, I, I think it's definitely moving towards more automation. You can yeah. see that. Um, it'll take a while, but it's inevitable. So hopefully you're capable enough to be part of that. Yeah, just uh, look where the jobs are at. And uh, I don't know, just try to get yourself ready to work in a different line of work if that's possible yeah yeah like for me i want to do the i want to get like hvac certified and then do that as a side thing and then yeah. if it picks up I'll i mean for good if you're certified in that type of thing you'd probably start making more money than at the post office yeah if maybe you put in the time for it am i yeah it's it'd be a lot more uh on me you know yeah. it'd be my own business so i'd have to take care of my health care and all that stuff so like it's Something you have to weigh, but is that the that, type of job you can apprentice at though too? Yeah, but I don't want to do that for two years. That's stupid. Why is it stupid? Because it's for free, almost. I ain't got time for that. Well, one thing that you'd be missing out on if you don't apprentice is connection to others in the industry and building up a a network of people. Um, that help you find clientele and to build a, a reputation for yourself in a certain area. Yeah, so apprenticing true. is not just about learning the craft. It's getting recognized as a player in the craft. There's a lot that goes into it. It's yeah. a good idea if you're um, younger and thinking about that, I think. Yeah. Um, straight out of high school, you don't have anything to lose, really. Um, but yeah, those are the kind of things you need to pay attention to yeah. with the shift. Because um, eventually, even my job is probably going to be automated yeah. for the most part. And... I need to prepare for that. So, and the nice thing is, is the mechanics make way more money. So, it's just yeah. an improvement. So, it's not going to be a downside. Yeah. So, I think that we're going to see just a sh- before we see a shift in the standard of work week. We're just going to see a shift in jobs. Yeah. Yeah, and I, I think the service jobs are going to expand in a way when it comes to like human interaction service so like when you call up the helpline or whatever it's going to take a a large company 
actually doing this and showing the how profitable it is for it to really catch on. Yeah. And we're not talking just Google, because Google already does a bunch of dumb shit, and <laughs> no one else does it. No one has their little fucking nap pods, because that's uh, horse shit. I mean, yeah, it's awesome, but... I live five minutes from work, so my nap pod's just at home. Do you go home to nap sometimes? Yeah. Oh, Fuck nice. yeah. I, 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 sleep, <laughs> I sleep in my car most of the time. Uh, I'll eat uh, a quick light lunch and just fucking take a 15-minute nap. Nice. And then just be back at work. <sighs> Naps at work are so good. Dude, lunch. sometimes though, all you need is just to, to like have your brain just turn off for a couple minutes, and you're just so much better. Yeah, yeah, I, I've been known to sleep on my 15 minutes too. Yeah, break. I'll just like go in for like 12 minutes, just pass out. Mm. But yeah, I, I think you're right. I think we're gonna see a shift in the jobs first, and then maybe that'll happen. Yeah, it's an interesting idea, but I don't know. I don't really feel like I'm super drawn to it. I mean, it'd be nice to have more time at home, but if it cuts into my what I'm making, I'm just going to have to get another job. So yeah, I don't see that being a benefit at all, personally. Yeah, it just yeah, it, it it depends on a lot of things and how you get paid. Yeah, because I'm not doing it for fun. I'm doing it for money. Yeah, um, and I'm doing it for my hourly rate. And if my hourly rate increases. Because my salary is the same, but I work one less day, then that's an hourly rate increase. If it doesn't, I'm not interested. Yeah. Because I'm interested in how much I make at a base level. Yeah. That's all. I mean, prices are, income is not following inflation. So, no. uh, things are expensive. And if we were to switch to, you know, less hours during the week, which would equal less pay, I don't think the you know the actual people who could benefit from it would want it because we need the money just to live. Yeah. So. Yeah. But yeah, that's a good question though. That's kind of cool. I, I wish I knew more about it though. Yeah. I mean about the, I went the science a, behind it. A deep dive on a whole bunch of stuff like this, but that was like a couple months ago, so not as fresh. Yeah, it's an interesting idea, but we'll see. Like you said, I think it's going to take a big company showing the world that hey, this is manageable. Yeah easily so and then everyone will start you know exploring it and see if it works for them i mean there's studies out there you know you know pushed by people who you know like scientists and stuff studying it and um showing the benefits to a on a personal level but until a company can prove that it's you know it's good on a monetary you know capital level it's not going to make a big shift yeah yeah it won't matter until then Mm -hmm. the money money talks man but well cool thank you guys so much for your questions uh yeah 385-204-3921 that's 385-204-3921 send us your questions we will give our best possible answers on the show thank you guys for listening and we'll see you next time Believe in me! Believe in the 
Yeah.